Welcome, Austin and Jim. Thought we'd talk a little bit about Venezuela today. It's it's been in the news a lot. And uh, Jim, I know you've written some stuff. Austin, you've written some stuff on it uh, that we've had up on Strategy Page. Jim, what's the current situation and what's the outlook? Well, the current situation is nothing has changed. Uh, Guido is still, you know, the man in charge. He's getting more diplomatic support. He's getting financial support, uh, which could be problematic because, you know, the, 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 the corruption in Venezuela is epic and it's not restricted to the uh, to the eaters, to the villains. Um, but I'm sure the United States and, you know, his other allies are all over him on that because that's all he needs is a is a is a corruption you know, scandal. Uh, but a lot of assets are, are basically being entrusted to him. We're talking billions of dollars worth. Um, and that's that's one thing that hurts uh, Maduro. Uh, he's, he's desperate for money. The uh, Chinese have been very diplomatic. They've always been this way. They've uh, last year we reported. I do potential hotspot updates on Venezuela every few months. Uh, that uh, again, uh, they were telling uh, uh, Maduro uh, that they were a friend of Venezuela. <laughs> they didn't make it personal. Uh, and uh, you know, Maduro had no choice but to accept that because the Chinese have a team in there who are basically running about 10% of uh, the state oil company's uh, production and have doubled it within less than a year. Um, but there's resistance within uh, the oil company to letting the Chinese control more of it. Uh, this is basically as part of the deal to get their bets repaid by shipments of uh, oil. Now, those shipments have stopped, essentially. Uh, there is some, you know, uh, how should I put it, breaking up this embargo. Uh, but this will become more and more difficult because the U.S. has gotten real good at cracking down on stuff like this. I mean, it's not the crackdowns are not airtight. But uh, people are surprised, you know, the uh, the level of expertise. We've been trained by Iranians, you might say, uh, because they've become master smugglers. And it's, it's a constant game of cat and mouse. But the United States now has an international network, uh, plus the space satellites, you know, a, a joint, uh, you know, a multi-group. Uh, 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 a multi uh, multi-party group in within the uh, the the government, um, uh, where people automatically pull the information they have, especially on uh, a movement of of, of uh, products by sea or air, um, and so it's uh, it's not something that is difficult uh, to uh, go after, and the Venezuelans are feeling the full weight of this now, which is probably a shock to some of them. Uh, because it's not something that gets a lot of uh, media attention, but it's been extremely effective uh, in situations like Iran, uh, which likes to boast about, oh, we're not worried about the reimposition of sanctions, but they are because it works. North Korea found out the same way. North Koreans, unfortunately, are possibly even more adept than the Venezuelans, but their smuggling is, is different than what is going on in Venezuela. Venezuela is talking about moving large quantities of oil. Uh, it's not just shipping in, you know, slipping in, you know, uh, small shipments of weapons or or even sending technical data, which can be delivered via, uh, you know, a flash drive or a, a memory chip. Uh, so the uh, the Venezuelans, uh, Maduro is feeling the full weight of this. Uh, but now, of course, he can blame any uh, shortages of food on, on Guido and the opposition. 
which is unfair because they they're blocking the food that the uh, you know the the uh, the, uh, the, the new president so to speak the interim president uh, is uh, buying and, and trying to have shipped in uh, and this is this is bad news because uh, they they try to uh, inside Venezuela with the state controlled press and Russian help. Uh, in fact, I went on online to check some sources, and boy, the Russian trolls were out in force. Uh, I mean, it's not hard to spot if you're if you're used to it, um, uh, but they were all over the place, and um, and apparently it's a high priority because the English speaking, uh, you know, the good English speakers uh, working for the Russian troll factories uh, systems are are you know are are not abundant. Uh, there's only so many of them. Um, but uh, they basically deployed those. Uh, Russia is in worse shape than China because the, <coughs> the Chinese actually have the, the resources to fix uh, the state oil company. They also have more development contracts, more oil-related contracts uh, than the Russians, simply because the, even the Venezuelans recognize that the Chinese are better equipped uh, than Russia uh, to actually do something about the state oil company. But it all comes down to the corruption. Uh, that's why in the update yesterday at Venezuela, I threw in the latest Transparency International, and it's a sad story. I mean, uh, Venezuela was pretty corrupt, you know, when uh, when Chavez, uh, you know, was um, uh, was elected. Was it ninety nine? Um, uh, I mean, it wasn't it, it wasn't as nearly as bad as now, uh, but it got progressively worse. Uh, so that when Chavez died, it was like uh, the score was 23 on the 1 to 100 scale. Now it's down to, what, 14 or something like that. Was, yeah, it's under 15. Uh, they're in the top five most corrupt uh, nations in the uh, in the world. They've been there well, for several years. Uh, and that's going to be a major problem uh, that any new government that it, it, that's in full control has to deal with. Uh, because you've got uh, the uh, bureaucracy is, is totally saturated. With these uh, Maduro pro Maduro uh, patronage appointments, um, and that's what's basically killed the oil company. Now they're also going to have a problem in getting back a lot of their the key oil company executives they had until about ten years ago. Uh, Chavez started the house cleaning when he was getting pushback from the oil company about things they were being asked to do, which were basically you know impossible, ineffective, or you know. Uh, you know, simply a bad idea. Uh, nobody asks those questions anymore, but there's not the oil production has been sinking uh, now precipitously for the last few years, and that stuff doesn't get fixed overnight. Uh, but at least you can get foreign aid in. Maduro had never accepted foreign aid. He said, "We don't need it. We're not. We're not in trouble," which was ridiculous because even with the uh, the media crackdown. Uh, you know, God bless the uh, you know cell phones and cell phone photos. Even if they shut down cell phone service, you can still take those pictures and pass them on. Uh, you know, memory chip to or just transfer to somebody else's phone. And who's getting out and say, here, you know, turn these over to a first journalist you see on the other side. And so the stuff gets out anyway. Uh, that's the biggest liability, uh, vulnerability that Maduro faces right now. He cannot hide what's going on inside Venezuela. And that's hopefully what will eventually bring him down. Hey, let me, let me make, a, make a point about that. Uh, there's some leakage because of cell phone service uh, on the borders uh, 
not not just with uh, Colombia. There are some places supposedly uh, close to some of the offshore islands where people have. Uh, oh yeah, Curacao is apparently taking the lead. Yeah. That's Dutch. And, and, and that's, I think, I think that uh, I, I get that anecdotally in in reading, but it, you, it, it, it's easy enough for somebody, as, as Jim said, just to pass uh, pass it uh, on. But there are enough sources in, in there now. Uh, I have been American diplomats. There are all kinds of places that that uh, the. Uh, but evidence uh, can be uh, transmitted through which the evidence can be transmitted to the rest of the world. L- look, I wish the Chinese were as savvy in the South China Sea as they are with uh, they're playing this diplomatically in uh, Venezuela. That was the biggest hit Maduro's taken since the National Assembly uh, made uh, Guido the uh, uh, really the interim acting uh, president and declared uh, Maduro uh, illegitimate. Uh, that was huge. And look at the reaction by a majority, not a plurality, a majority of the Venezuelan people. The the whole regime, the Ch- Chavista uh, regime of Chavez and, uh, and uh, now deceased and Maduro is is crooked. They hate it. They've impoverished the country, and they're they're dictators and 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 thugs. So the National Assembly uh, uh, acted. U.S. recognition, not just U.S. recognition. Take a look at the lineup in South and, and uh, Central America and internationally. Now, Russia and Iran, of course not. Uh, China, well, was kind of, sort of, with, <clears throat> excuse me, Russia and uh, Iran supporting Maduro. But that's why I say that's a big deal. The Chinese have the have money, technical expertise, and they're talking to the uh, National Assembly. It's kind of tough to call them the opposition. They're opposed to Maduro, but they are a much more legitimate government in the eyes of a majority of the Venezuelan people. And now internationally, in terms of what's being uh, recognized, the Maduro's government. And as Jim pointed out, another nice twist uh, to this, it's being led by the United States, but then uh, the Great Britain's on board with this. All the other financial powers, I would be surprised if we hadn't uh, lined up Singapore and put some uh, pressure on uh, on uh, uh, UAE and other, other banking centers uh, to uh, do business, if there is business to be done, with uh, the uh, National Assembly and uh, cut Maduro off. And as Jim said, that he needs money to keep his thugs in line, keep them paid, keep what remnant regime he's got uh, afloat, uh, provide food and ammunition for his uh, uh, security forces. Uh, Again, before I make it sound like he's he's just about to wilt and fold he he may be but he's got uh, cuban security agents around him he's got russian so-called mercenary security uh, agents uh, probably got russian uh, intelligence officers as well and he's got uh, his his own internal uh, security personnel and they're uh, some of them are you know pers- uh, personal uh, security personnel but he's got He's got uh, at least, I think the general figure out there is 20,000 hardcore loyalists. Now, 
what does that mean? It means that he has not gone gently into the good night, when it, which it would be so much easier if he would just uh, pull up roots, whatever he's managed to steal, he uh, <coughs> runs. It might, it, the thing is, though, as Jim pointed out, not only do we have these uh, uh, multi-agency capacities for looking at uh, catching catching smugglers and uh, and the like. We've got multi-agency uh, and multinational fusion uh, cells for uh, tracking down financial crimes and also financial financial trails. So if Maduro ran, uh, there's there's a possibility that some of his billions might get uh, might get recovered. I'll use an example here. That's what's going on in Angola right now with a new Angolan government. They're track, trying to track down $2 billion, but I believe it's the uh, son of the former president uh, uh, pilfered from uh, 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 one uh, national, uh, national fund. Um, are we still, is there still a possibility that bullets are going to fly? Well, I just said that uh, Maduro's got loyalists. Has the Venezuelan army uh, defected? Uh, to the National Assembly. Well, we keep hearing mutterings. We know that a number of defense attaches and then a, a senior Air Force general, and then there was a last week, eh, I say last week, about 10 days ago, uh, a colonel who was, the best I could make out on, on the article, was a, had been a commander of a brigade. Uh, I don't think he was a current commander, had said that uh, 80% of the military services were opposed to Maduro and wanted to take, uh, take the country back from the, uh, from the Chavistas. Now, that's just one opinion. There was no name uh, uh, on it. It was the attribution of his rank and something that, that he had done. Uh, could it be uh, propaganda from uh, the National Assembly? Uh, Assembly? Could be. I think it's actually symptomatic of what's going on uh, in the country, and there are armed military units that are looking for the opportunity to uh, support the what is now the internationally, for the most part, legitimate government. Still a mess, though, Dan. A, a huge mess, and uh, uh, I'm not going to put a time frame on how long this is going to go. I just know that the drying up the money, as Jim described, is, uh, is, is like uh, cutting off Maduro's blood. Yeah, Jim, the Russians have been uh, making some flights in uh, to the area. The Chinese have uh, brought some naval ships in uh, at different times, but it doesn't seem like either of those are really going to back him up, right? No, and the problem is that uh, nobody wants to pull the trigger, literally. The first, uh, the uh, even uh, even the secret police or the you know the national intelligence, whatever they call themselves, uh, they uh, they arrested Guido briefly and uh, they didn't even sort of release because apparently uh, someone realized uh, this is the last thing you want uh, to try and imprison him because the the national assembly is is basically a national legislature so to speak the last free election in 2015. Uh, that's after that, uh, Maduro realized he cannot have any more free elections. And that that was the point where he realized he had lost his majority, which uh, Chavez had held, you know, through all sorts of of, of uh, economic problems and disasters. Uh, but Maduro was not the guy. They, well, he was not as, as smooth an article 
as, as Chavez was, and he was he was basically more corrupt. Um, uh, speaking of the corruption, they're already cracking down in the United States. Apparently, they had their uh, the United States had its eyes on on the uh, money laundering efforts uh, by the corrupt uh, Maduro officials, and they're basically uh, uh, putting uh, how should I put it uh, freezing. Uh, billions of dollars are worth of real estate assets uh, and and then demanding, you know, a proof of their provenance of who actually owns them. Uh, again, that's something the United States has gotten pretty good at, as has Britain, because that's a that's the primary buyers uh, for the high end real estate. Uh, and a lot of these new apartment buildings, luxury apartment buildings in New York, for example, uh, one newspaper went in and just, you know, did a little digging around and found out that over in, in many, on average, half of them were empty apartments. Now, some of them were people who just had second or third or fourth homes and just simply came through a couple times a year and that was it. But uh, by by doing a little, uh, how should I put it, uh, skullduggery with the uh, staff at the, uh, you know, anonymous tips, as it were, uh, they found out that, yeah, a lot of them had never been occupied. Uh, and they're held by some, you know, uh, cut out, you know, uh, corporation uh, doing business as it says. I mean, you can, you can, you can build, you basically build up uh, a multi-level, uh, uh, you know, uh, cutouts of shells, uh, organizations uh, that get increasingly difficult to find out who actually owns it uh, for any number of reasons. Uh, but you know, one of the main reasons, in, in many cases, with these uh, high-end investments, uh, is to hide uh, illegal money being laundered. Uh, so a lot of that, uh, once you get the uh, all your legal, uh, you know, uh, 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 how should I put it, uh, details and in, in lined up properly, uh, you can you can basically seize those. That worked very effectively against Iran, and that would make the news periodically over the last decade. Uh, where larger part, you know, large, uh, how should I put it? In one case, some commercial buildings were owned were uh, owned by Iranians during the revolution uh, and were seized by the uh, the, the current uh, theocracy, uh, and they were basically uh, could be declared fair bait uh, for people who had won uh, lawsuits against the state of Iran for terrorism and what have you, uh, and these were literally seized. So you can't do it. It doesn't happen quickly. But once the, uh, the legal process starts, uh, they can no longer, you know, sell or even use a, a lot of those assets. So, and that I, I was surprised at how quickly that kicked in because apparently they've been lining their ducks up uh, legally on these properties for a long time. Uh, and uh, allegedly, the corruption in in, uh, in Venezuela was worse than a lot of people thought. Uh, it may be, you know, that. For example, the majority of the, of the oil money uh, was basically disappearing, oil income. Uh, and this is not unusual because there are many ways you can steal that income. Uh, it's not just, you know, taking the money coming in from the, the oil company or from the, the offshore, you know, uh, buyer who, who uh, wires you, you know, so many hundred million dollars. Uh, there are, you can basically uh, steal a lot of money with the, uh, with the, with the currency transfer laws. You know, you basically get to buy dollars, you know, uh, very cheap, while while the black market, you know, is is, uh, is is charging you a lot more for those dollars than the local currency. That's one reason why you have the hyperinflation uh, in Venezuela. The the bolivar, the uh, local currency, is basically worthless. 
um, and uh, when they try and transfer translate uh, the uh, what people are being paid, people who have jobs in, in, uh, in Venezuela, it comes out to like twelve bucks a month or something like that. And uh, and there's no food to buy. You know, it's like old Soviet Russia. <laughs> you know, as, as Parker Thatcher said, or uh, whatever. The uh, socialism is great until you run out of other people's money, um, and that's happened. Uh, they, another advantage Maduro has, he has a lot of allies. Uh, the papacy, for example, is reluctant and often refuses to criticize people like him or like Putin in uh, in, uh, in in Ukraine or the or Assad in Syria, uh, which is surprising. But you've got a, a South American, you know, uh, 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 pope uh, who was uh, has a history of having you know a uh, fondness for radical politics. Uh, in the United States, you have a lot of support. In fact, one of the things uh, uh, Iran has going for it now in terms of its uh, support for Maduro is that he's got a lot of support in the United States to basically cut off arms support uh, for uh, Saudi Arabia. I don't know about the UAE, but now this, this is ridiculous. I mean, they've actually uh, they passed it in the, in the House, and they're trying to pass it, uh, the, uh, the cutoff, uh, in the in the Senate, uh, Trump says, you know, he basically, I'm not going to sign. I'm not going to veto this. This is not going to get signed uh, because basically it plays into the hands of the Iranians as well as Maduro, uh, because the uh, uh, the Saudis, if they can't buy weapons from the United States, who has been their major supplier for decades, well, the Chinese are already making inroads. Uh, we wouldn't sell the Saudis, you know, predators you know, armed with missiles. The Chinese basically showed up, and they've basically sewn up the market in the Middle East. They've sold hundreds of Predator and larger size uh, UAVs with Chinese-designed you know, versions of the Hellfire. You know, they've got a missile. That, te- that technology is not high-tech anymore. Uh, and their stuff works pretty well. Uh, the, um, the Iraqis bought a bunch of them, uh, and they basically uh, were uh, quite effective in the battle for Mosul and still are. Uh, so the Chinese are waiting to take all of our, you know, all that business away from us and basically puts the, uh, uh, the Saudis in, in a difficult spot because they're trying to, you know, uh, obtain more allies against Iran. And here it is, the United States, you know, uh, 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 Congress is basically voting to cut them off. Jim, the reason uh, on that strange. is the Khashoggi murder. That's the least. Uh, that's a, yeah, but that, but that, but, but they, I know, but the Khashoggi murder is BS. Uh, basically, he was he was considered an Iranian shill. Uh, you know, uh, who got who got the job with the Washington Post of contributing a uh, uh, a column uh, simply because he would say what the Post wanted, uh, uh, and they just wanted you know somebody from. Uh, one of America's, uh, you know, most important allies uh, to basically say nasty things on command about the Saudis. That's not difficult to do, but the fact of the matter is the Saudis have been loosening up the last few years. They've been trying to reform for over a decade. Uh, I mean, they made some very fit. We reported it, um, and uh, but you've got partisan politics in the United States now. It's not enough for the Saudis to try. They basically have to roll over and say how much, you know, uh, you want us to squeal, um, and uh, and they're simply not going to do that. That's that's basically a matter of internal politics in Saudi Arabia. The uh, the new crown prince, who apparently was not a, not very amused at, at the Khashoggi being killed, uh, you know, apparently by you know some of his own 
you know, uh, yeah, you know, Intel people. Um, uh, but he's got to handle it very carefully because a lot of Saudis thought and saw Khashoggi as a traitor. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you've got to pay attention to domestic politics. But in this, in the United States, you know, anything that makes the, the current, you know, president look bad is good, no matter who it is. You know, they, they deal with the devil, as it were. And right now, the devil's having a fire sale, so to speak, because uh, there are all sorts of uh, uh, factions out there, be it, uh, you know, Cuba, uh, Russia, uh, uh, Iran, you know, China, uh, who will, are, are, are asking for a little uh, uh, legislative help, uh, political help. Uh, from the Congress, and they they got a lot of people willing to provide it. So, I mean, that's just something that is not unique to the United States. But, you know, we like to think we're above that sort of thing, which we've never been, uh, and especially now. Um, And uh, that's why it was important when Austin pointed out that the uh, the support for Guido's, you know, uh, basically invoking the law. See, Guido had the law on his side. He's an engineer, but they got a lot of lawyers uh, get, got elected to that last, you know, uh, the last free election to the uh, 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 National uh, Council. And they basically have been going after Maduro. And Maduro has been trying to keep it technically legal. Um, uh, you know, he basically uh, uh, you know, stuff the Supreme Court with, uh, with partisans, people he knew he could uh, order around. Uh, and he got a lot of things changed, but he was not able to invalidate uh, the, you know, the, the national, uh, you know, assembly uh, that Guido was uh, made, elected president of by the assembly in December, and he took office on the fifth, I believe. Yeah, five days before Maduro was to get sworn in uh, president uh, because of an election which was recognized by his neighbors. You know, usually Latin, Latin Americans stick together and things like this. Uh, but the the election was so biased, uh, and of course the, the what's really annoying the neighbors is all the refugees they have, they have to deal with. Not only that, but the gangs, the crime that is spilling it all across their borders. Uh, the Colombians are somewhat used to it because they've been dealing with it for a long time. Uh, but Brazil is not abused, and and nor are most other uh, Latin American countries. Uh, and this is a problem uh, that Maduro has brought on himself. And it's out of control. See, that's the problem with it. Uh, so the problem is no longer a decision that the Venezuelan government can make to to halt a, uh, a cross-border problem. You need a new government because it's basically now endemic in Venezuela that the people are not being fed. The economy doesn't exist anymore. The, uh, the GDP late last year uh, fell below half of what it was you know, five years ago. And that's incredible. Uh, you know, a, a precipitous fall like that. And not only is the, is the GDP declined, but it's even more precipitous if you look at the value of imports, because most of the money that, that is still there is being stolen. The imports are down 80% uh, from five years ago. That is how much, it ha- uh, you know, the economy has declined inside Venezuela. So it's not just all GDP. GDP just means how much money is being generated in there, not how much is being used for the will of the people, for the good of the good of the people, and now the the amount of poverty and extreme poverty is much higher than what it was, uh, you know, when when uh, when Chavez was getting elected uh, twenty years ago, 
And that is, is the real uh, thing that is, that is making Maduro unwelcome in his own country because the, the people who for years supported uh, Chavistas, uh, you know, the Chavista, you know, idea of a Bolivarian uh, socialist republic uh, have turned against him. And the only ones who are not are basically ganged thugs. I mean, literally talking criminal gangs. And these are the ones that uh, Maduro really has to worry about because he can order with some effectiveness the military to not shoot. Um, and there seems to be a feeling among the rank and file that we're not going to fire on our own people. But for the gangs, you know, you know, they're basically, they, they're gone wild. They're stealing, they're plundering. Uh, that's another reason why food isn't getting to the people, because not only does the army steal it, they, they are officially since, what, uh, over a year now, controlling the food distribution system. Um, uh, but the gangs will come in and just outright steal it. They're breaking whatever laws still, you know, exist, as it were, in, in, in Venezuela. But Chavis, uh, but Maduro tolerates them because they will, in a pinch, support him. But it's the kind of support you don't need. Uh, and if they, and uh, and if the gangs lose it and start firing on the, uh, you know, the Guido uh, uh, followers, the majority of uh, Venezuelans, then you've got a really tricky situation. Nobody wants to intervene. But what happens, uh, I mean, this is what got us involved in Libya. Look how that worked out, uh, you know, back in uh, 2011. Um, when you start getting mass murder within a country, or democide, as they say, uh, what do you do? Um, and it's, it's a little trickier in, in, in Latin America because we have the Monroe Doctrine, which still applies. I mean, some, uh, you know, administrations will apply more uh, severely than others. But, uh, you know, even when Obama was in charge, uh, the Monroe Doctrine was still basically taken for granted by the South American countries. And what the Monroe Doctrine means for those who, who fell asleep during that class is that foreign powers cannot use force to collect debts in the, United, in, the, in, 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 the, in the Western Hemisphere. The United States will not allow it. Uh, and, you know, gunboat diplomacy. Uh, and that's something that the, uh, you know, the, the uh, Latin Americans like to complain about the United States, but they don't really want that change. So that's, that's basically proven very useful <laughs> because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of national bankruptcies in South America. It's a regular thing. Uh, and at least they don't have to worry about uh, some foreign, you know, uh, predator uh, sending in the troops. Uh, so, you know, the Chinese are well aware of that. The Russians are, you know, are aware but don't care. Um, and uh, and uh, that's why our Middle Eastern allies are so important, because the UAE, a UAE bank, or the UAE itself, was involved in an effort to get 20 uh, uh, tons of uh, the uh, state gold reserves in Venezuela uh, uh, moved offshore uh, and basically disappear. Uh, apparently, Russia, air, airplanes were coming in there, but Russia is under sanctions, so they have to use a cutout, you know, an intermediary. And the UAE has always been infamous, you know, for uh, the uh, for providing all sorts of services like that. And apparently, we had enough, still have enough clout with the UAE to say, "Don't do it." Uh, and and it, and it held. Uh, but they, uh, Britain already stood up and said, uh, "No, we got that. They have 1.2 billion dollars worth of gold." Uh, and the uh, and the uh, Maduro said, "Hey, we want to move that gold." And then Britain said, "Whose gold? Not your gold." Uh, it belongs to uh, Guaido, uh, and that's that. So, I, as you know, as as uh, as everybody understands, it's all about the money, and basically, a lot of the money is flowing, uh, if not to uh, to the National Assembly, uh, 
it's being basically uh, blocked, uh, you know, by uh, by the sanctions, uh, and uh, and that is ultimately what's going to bring Maduro down. But the problem, even with the money, even with the money, people weren't getting fed. Uh, you know, even even you know, uh, basically famously leftist, you know, NGOs, aid organizations are saying there's a real problem in in, in Venezuela. The government, Maduro, is not letting food. Gets to the people. He's doing nothing. He's, his, his his basically party line is there's no hunger in, in Venezuela. So there you go. But you know what's what's the truth? It's not going to get you fed. Uh, uh, somebody has to do something. What what one of the things that Chavez even allegedly did a little of this, but uh, Maduro has has used food as a weapon, as a political weapon. Yes, and it's that's that is that's even before the collapse, uh, uh, the collapse began. And uh, you, you go back and and read some, not necessarily uh, on 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 strategy page. I want to say seven or eight years ago. Check check out some uh, uh, wire service reports, as I recall, on on. Uh, uh, Venezuela saying that one of the things that uh, the Chavista regime was up to was encouraging some of its opposition inside Venezuela to leave, go, and whether uh, I'm not connecting that one on one with with the uh, denying food or services and, and, and the like uh, that has did become a policy against uh, denying food to, re- to regime opponents. But uh, you know, go ahead and leave. Uh, and, well, the well, thing I, is, that, though, That's something the Cubans would have advised because sure, they, sure. they basically real, they realized more than once, not just the first time around, but the, then they had the, the, uh, the uh, one in the 80s. Uh, and then they had another one in 90, 94, 95. I mean, exactly. another form. And so, so that, 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 of educated people who could literally replace the government, left them out. That's right. Uh, but, but people like Leo and a, a lot of others stayed behind. Even though they had trouble living, supporting their families and what have you, they realized, they knew what, what happened in Cuba, and they realized if, the, if, if any sort of you know, representative and, and, uh, uh, and fair, uh, non-corrupt government was going to survive in Venezuela, it had to be people like them to basically stay behind, take the heat, and, and do what they're doing. Jim, these uh, people are courageous. You know, I've written well, that. You have, too. Yes. These, these people are courageous, and they've done it the right way. I was just mentioning that seven, eight years ago because I was thinking, are we going to see something kind of uh, uh, an echo of some of the things that uh, uh, Castro pulled with those uh, you know, with those migrant waves? Uh, well, we didn't. We have now, but not for the not for the same take the pressure off reason. It's because everything's collapsed in socialist uh, uh, Venezuela, with the exception of uh, maintaining en- Maduro maintaining enough uh, guns to uh, keep himself uh, out of prison or away from exile. One, Dan, as, as we wrap this up, Jim went back and, 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 and brought up the UAE again. Remember I mentioned them as a putting pressure on their, um, and, and their banks. I'm guessing, Jim, that, that we've done that successfully. Is that what you were uh, well, yes, saying? Yes. I think we've been successful in, in cutting off uh, uh, Abu Dhabi and, 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 and the like from, from uh, helping Maduro move, uh, move those assets. Is that correct? Well, this is, 
Yes, and and the UAE basically has a uh, a a a, a non corruption, you know, a clean government score equal to Israel. In other words, they have a lot of entities within the UAE. They were always they were always doing that. You know, the coastal cities where anything could be arranged, as it were. Um, but the UAE basically cleaned up the rack better than anybody else. Yeah, I know. I know I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm and, not. And, and they depend too much now on legitimate banking activities. Yeah. Well, they, they certainly have really for the last uh, uh, last decade. If you remember, though, back in 2005, 2006, that huge banking scandal. Yes, yes. Involved in that uh, uh, money laundering and losing money. Uh, one, uh, Dan, one other, uh, one other uh, thing on how much has been stolen. Jim talked about missing uh, missing billions. Uh, uh, it's it's jaw dropping, but it's uh, it's probable. Uh, for example, last uh, fall uh, there was suddenly turned up a two hundred million dollar shortfall between oil shipments and money going uh, in the in the bank. I haven't seen. I said last fall. Actually, it was uh, probably last summer. Uh, I haven't seen any follow up on that particular story. But if you do watch this over the over the day, over the decline of the last three or four years, you can come up and seeing five, six billion dollars being stolen. And, uh, and not now. It's not just oil money. Even though oil might be the one, uh, one of the best gauges you have on on, on looking uh, of theft uh, by the uh, Maduro government, uh, it's a it's an absolute tragedy. And as Jim said, also the the refugee uh, waves. That's an economic assault, really, on Colombia and other other countries uh, uh, in the region because somebody's got to take care of them. Somebody's got to help them. And uh, if if there is uh, violence, and this is, I've, I've actually got a couple of columns I've done on this. If there is violence in uh, Venezuela, there will be pressure to intervene in some uh, in, in some fashion. I just, I would like to see, even though this is so dangerous on this, given the, <coughs> the politics in South, uh, uh, South America, I'd like to see a South American uh, slash UN force take it and not just the United States uh, like not the United States other than just providing logistic support and maybe intelligence support if that well yeah that, well that, that's worked pretty well in Africa the African Union it has, it has. I think you're, you're seeing the model on that uh, and uh, and I think we've under, I think the United States well the Western countries in general they're very reluctant uh, to get involved in these international peacekeeping operations anymore, they will provide. Once it's established, they will provide specialist services. The uh, you know they the they usually usually there's a shortage of helicopter or air support, uh, technical you know. But they don't want to be the guys with the guns. Uh, so and that, and that's what you're asking for. You know, let the uh, let let the let the Latin Americans supply the boots on the ground. Uh, we can basically supply you know air air transport, you know intelligence, whatever. Uh, logistics, um, but uh, it's the people you know holding the guns uh, on the ground who get all the headlines. I don't. Uh, I don't want it to come to that, Dan. And I'm not. I don't want you know get email saying uh, that there's uh, Austin Bay advocating another operation. No, I'm looking at it as something that if if you reach, if you went to the case where the the gangs are shooting people in the streets, and we're seeing thousands of dead, thousands of dead. Um, 
and put a number on it. I, I don't want to go into that uh, moral well, talk. But, but the thing whole, is, uh, there's going to be a push. Yeah, the theft toll hasn't been that high so far, and that's something Maduro is apparently have, has to deal with. Uh, that's a big uh, red line that he does not want to cross. But the but but what as we're seeing what happened now, like twenty years ago in the in the Balkans, when the uh, when you had all the the the, uh, the massacres and what have you, the Europeans looked at us and and we basically looked back and said, hey, it's your problem. Uh, and that's when, and that's when they, you know, this, despite the fact that many of those uh, you know, West European countries didn't want to get involved in peacekeeping, we basically told them bluntly, "Look, it's your backyard." And what really convinced the West Europeans and our NATO allies to uh, man up, as it were, and do what they wanted done was the fact that they were getting all these refugees. That's what they were really hacked off about. You know, they, they, they people talk all about social justice, et cetera, et cetera, but it comes down to the pocketbook. Um, well, there were there were at, at least you know the two hundred thousand figure. There's de- debate about that, and that killed in, in, in you know Bosnia, Serbia, uh, Croatia, and yeah. and that the thing is, I think that's a pretty good number based on the uh, forensics. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah but, uh, that's a lot of dead but, people. But, you know? but 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 that wasn't bothering the Europeans as much as the millions of refugees. I get it. That, hey that, Dan, that, I think well we've got to yeah we've got to wrap this up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's been a good discussion and. Uh, Something's going to happen down there, and probably sooner than later. It's, hap- it's already happening. It's just right. you don't want it to go what we were just talking about. Then. Right. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Guys. Bye. Take care.